Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1. One, one, oh, two, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Dial of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. You never know. Is it going to be a sheep? Is it going to be a hobo? hobo? You never know what kind of night it's It's Friday, so it's going to be a little bit of everything. Today's Friday. This is true. This is true. It is It is unpredictable. It is a completely unpredictable. Uh, welcome inside. Happy Friday. Hope you're having a phenomenal night so far. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, the thing is today, as, as we get ready for what is likely going to be the best round of playoffs, like you know, this is a divisional round, you have the excitement of the hot teams, and you get the really good teams that are playing for the first time. It's a great round of playoffs. And all I did was spend today, you know, reading, you know, a bunch of different things and prepping and everything. And I just realized, you know, I've been irked all week. And You've I realized been irked I, all been, week. You weren't even here two days. I've been irked. Well, here's the thing. 
Sometimes you don't you don't always need to be present to always to be irked. You can be irked just in a in a different irked general in way. Absentia. Okay. I could be I could be see, but the thing is because you know I'm a not only not only am I the radio host you listen to every night along with yourself, but I'm also a complicated man who has a life outside. And sometimes things are irksome. And sometimes my life as a football fan affects the show. Not often. I try to keep them separate. Right? I don't really like to talk about my team that much. I like to keep the focus on the field and the games and that. Um, but I realize, you know, that I just I just spent all week, and I'm going. Why am I irked when I'm I'm reading about the Giants and and uh, and, and their game coming up? Why? And it and it hits me not not because it, it it goes past just the uh, you know the Giants are good and the Jets aren't right. It, it goes it goes past that. It what pisses me off and why I've been irked all week as, as we get ready for the Giants and the Eagles. I'm already thinking, look at this. This is the exact matchup the Eagles don't want as a team that's familiar with them and the Giants are going to wind up winning again and they're going to be in the NFC Championship game. We're talking about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barker. It just pisses me off at all. Everything the Jets did to improve their team. This is three years. I mean, really, it's 10 years, but it's like the last three years, right? We hire a new head coach after an exhaustive search. We hire a new GM. We spend all kinds of money in free agency the last couple of years to bring in the right mix of players. Uh, We make sure we have to trade out players that are really good to get draft picks. We got to nail the draft. We got to nail it a couple of years in a row just to put a competitive team on the field because we stink so bad. We do all this preparation. We do all this preparation and Brian Dable who's just a guy who was never somebody that was really high on anybody's list he was just one of the coordinators available he's a guy that comes in the Giants make no changes they have no wide receivers he says yeah all right I can work with this and here are the Giants one step away from the NFC championship game all the all the stuff the Jets did I watched it just bleed for two and a half are we doing the right thing and Brian Dable walks and says yeah yeah no okay yeah Daniel Jones eh, eh I, can, I can win with him Saquon yeah look He's going to hit the wall, but uh, we'll win for a while. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, the defensive line will be able to dominate at some point. Yeah, you know what? We, this is not a great roster, but, you know, yeah, I, I, l- l- let's see what happens. And here they are. They beat the Vikings. They're, here they're, they're one win away, and they can pull this upset tomorrow. And here they are with just, just bringing in a guy who was an offensive coordinator. for you know, And, look, he had a pretty good successful run, but you don't get a, you don't get a job as a head coach. You don't, you're not successful as a coordinator. You can't be a bad coordinator. Mike LaFleur's not getting a job anywhere. And so I, and I watched this, and I go, this is just how it happens. We bleed for three years with all of this crap. And Brian Dable comes in and says, yeah, yeah, let's try it. And, and here are the Giants. And, that, and, and that's what grinds me on this. This, this week, Mike Harmon, that grinds me. You know what really grinds my gears? You just stole the entire <laughs> Peter Griffin deal without going, hey. Um, chair. Like, the, uh, say the, something else besides chair. Uh, <laughs> chair. <laughs> Hi, chair. No, the thing I'm sure that chaps your ass even more is whoa, the fact that whoa. Yeah. Is that the Nobody only needs that guy. visual mic? <laughs> Sorry. I just I just did America wrong. Chaps Five on minutes an into fine, the show. Chap, <laughs> Five minutes into a show on a big football and party Friday night. Look what I did to you, America. Is mm. that you name the only two guys that I think anybody outside of Giants fans can name on their team. 
in yeah, Saquon exactly. Barkley and Daniel Jones. I think that's the bigger issue, right? Well, maybe maybe people know Thibodeau because of the last few weeks and the controversy sure. with the sack and everything. And he that's coaches the Knicks and former coach of the Bulls. <laughs> no, sure. Mm-hmm. And he's a top pick <laughs> and all of that. No, I, I I get that. Okay, so we'll go three. But when you and, and Hodgins has certainly gotten enough run uh, over at, at NFL Network. They've done a, a good job of. Um, propping him up. Darius Slayton's a guy that everybody kept waiting to be the guy and he showed up in different spots but all in 46 catches in the regular season. Richie James ties for the team lead. Team lead with Saquon Barkley with 57 receptions this year. 57! So (laughs) you you go on down the line and, and it's a fairly anonymous squad, just big blue, and you've got Sauce Gardner. You had Brees Hall for a hot minute. But it's really just been absolutely obliterated by the fact that anything that's come out about Zach Wilson, except when he gave his guys scooters, has been an absolute train wreck. And they're not even trying to do any kind of damage control at this point. Salah's just got to shut up because story after story just makes the situation look worse. Meanwhile, Brian Dable trades in off of the Josh Allen uh, rise, right? And you bring in Daniel Jones, try to find some stability. And even last year, you know, folks didn't like Dable. A whole lot. Uh, And here he is now. And you've got a guy that, well... Might not be a star, but he's having a moment right now. And as a combo runner and and passer to a bunch of no-names, shouldn't even have names on the jerseys, uh, they're getting it done and the Jets are long at home. You know, here's the thing. If let's did I, say did that, I swing that bat too hard? Yeah, sure. Or what? Look, look I, I've been thinking about like what, what it is because things I told things just always work out for the Giants, right? It, let's just say the Jets and the Giants want to fly a kite. Right? Let's just say that's what they want to oh, do. Oh, right? the they giant want, kite's going way higher. They, yeah, right. They want to fly a kite, right? The, here's what the Jets do. The Jets make sure, hey, okay, do we have the right person flying the kite? And, and they want to make sure that the right person knows. So, like, they have a, a big discussion, a big powwow. There's a hole in their kite. Out. Yeah, is, is, do we have the right person buy, to fly the kite? Okay. Do we have the right person buying the kite and the materials to fly the kite? Let's make sure we have the right person buying the kite. Okay, we have, so we now have to go through that. So we go to the store. We buy the kite. They buy the best materials. They buy this, this super tensile nylon that just is going to be that's the best thing to fly you have you have some kind of 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 plastic that's elastic that catches the breeze and can can move the breeze around in the kite that that forces it to go high in the air and you have materials on it it's never going to break it's never going to it's never going to bust everything and you go out and it's perfect conditions and it's windy as hell on the beach and you can't even stand without your shirt flapping in the breeze and then you put everything out you're all set to go and you can't get that bleeping kite more than five feet off the ground it's i don't understand I don't understand what they, I don't understand. Meanwhile, the Giants are the kid who shows up with a bunch of string and a shoebox, and there's no wind at all, and in 10 seconds, here it is up in the air. Look at that. We're flying it. Ah, look at that. This is so awesome. We're the Giants. Ah, you're the Jets. Look at you guys crying over there, all that. that that's, the, that's the difference between the two. Jets, you can't get out of their own way, and the other one just, it always seems to work out for. Because no, it's, it's, always, it's always been that way for well, the Giants. But even, but even look, as, as, as I reference with Dable and obviously saying last year meant the September run. People were calling for him there because things look so do- disorganized. Like, yeah, this guy is a head coach. What are we doing? And then, <laughs> well, now, now you're on a remarkable run. 
So it's it's funny how one season things can gel. Doesn't mean that it's long standing, but with so much promise and everything that it looked like it was starting to turn the corner for you, even when they had to go to Mike White or made the decision to go to Mike White. It's like, all right, let's go. It's Mike White because he did this last year for a hot minute and that wasn't any better. Joe Flacco's elite. It was better for a hot minute. Okay, it was better for a hot minute. It's a short minute. It's a yeah, very, it's a very short minute. Yes, it was. It was better for a, a very short minute. It was better for, and then, and then it didn't get worse, and then, and then it didn't get better. I mean, that's it. I mean, the, look, this is why I say, and it's not just about last week because I would have said this even if they got boat raced by the Vikings, right? Because there's, because there's a, there's a bigger point to make here is that there is one pick for coach of the year in the NFL, and it's Brian Dable. He, he, he's it. He's the only guy because he came in, as you said, this is a Ross. People don't even know. They can't name more than three people on this team. They, they can't do it, right? You have, you know, you have some other, you have some other uh, coaches out there who have done great jobs this year, right? Well, what about Doug Peterson? Okay, well, Doug Peterson's got the number one overall pick in the draft and Trevor Lawrence. He has a little bit of talent base to work with there. Okay, well, what about Nick Sirianni? Nick Sirianni has one of the most loaded rosters in the NFL. Right. I mean, not that these guys aren't doing bad jobs. and Oh, I can't believe we're saying that. But these guys all came in with, with sort of – New with, with, with sort of hey we, we, we're not starting from zero right we're not right. starting Zach from Taylor scratch, right? people would try to lobby based on their start and where they ended up it's like they were in the Super Bowl a year ago yeah so and, while and, we we would yeah. say historically teams fall off well they didn't yay you bucked the trend you were supposed to be good <laughs> Jason only one other guy though who, who are you gonna say well you know what I was thinking about Pete yeah. Carroll too but Pete Carroll's been there. Pete, this is a, he's yeah, a, he's but a new Gino head coach to the playoffs. Uh, I know this is Dan Daniel Jones. Gino. I mean, come on. Uh, I, mean, I really Jones thought you were going to say and Pete's, just Pete's, for the joke. I don't know. Gino, Gino went to the Pro Bowl, man. Gino was pretty good. Uh, no, no, because Pete Carroll did a great job too. But Pete Carroll's been there. I give it to Brian Dable because he's walking into a new situation, doesn't know the players, is putting in a new scheme. It's a new everything, and and they're able to succeed. Pete Carroll is able to. Hey, this is the system we want to run. We've always wanted to do this. We just yeah, didn't but he want had Gino, Russell Wilson, right? I mean, you did overcome, but Gino wound up going to the Pro Bowl, man. It's not like no, it's not like Gino Smith had a had a Zach Wilson kind of year, and well, and, and they're winning he had a good year he had a great right year. but but the expectation was so exactly. low. not that the Giants weren't like nobody was expecting much of them either because for many people uh that haven't watched any Giants games Daniel Jones was a punchline and Saquon Barkley uh was more like the Yeti because you hadn't seen him be Saquon Barkley in a while now I didn't expect the year he had don't get me wrong uh still had him when we looked at preseason that you'd expect some big games but question of you know whether he'd be able to be durable and be a monster like he was, uh, and that's a that's a pretty strong base. But Gino, Gino's a guy that's going into his second decade in the league, and when it was, it's him versus Drew Locke. Everybody chuckles like, all right, they're tanking already. <laughs> and what did he do? He dominated. Gino. Gino. Yeah, see, now that doesn't make me feel better because now I have to sit here and go, yes, yes, Gino, who we had a decade ago. Yeah. Yes, he was good. Yes, yes, yes. Well, none of this Jets makes you gun a jet, buddy. None of this makes me. Yes, none of this makes. Jason, me feel- you had front row tickets to that game too. Uh, I, I did. I, I, I sat there and watched one of the worst Jets games ever, next to Frostburg. Why do you think we haven't been to another game together? I'm not, not not risking that again. Why do you think I- we don't hang out anymore? <laughs> it's all off of that game. 
But just but look look. But if they played again right now, you could count on a oh, second half collapse soon, Mike, to let stop. you back in. Sure. <laughs> no, but look. But the th- the thing about Dable is that you can tell the impact he has had on this team. Right? You see the 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 celebration, the locker room after a win. This is a team that not only likes their head coach, they play hard for him, and he's able to take a system and and put it in and work it around, almost like Bill Parcells. Hey, look, I can take any players, put them in any system, and I can win a bunch of games. Right? That Parcells, that was the big thing about Parcells is I can take my guys and beat your guys, and I can take your guys and beat my guys. Right? That's kind of what Brian Dable did. Every game they played, they, there was there was never any of them being flustered or ill prepared or being flat for a game. It was okay. This is a game we should win, and they, they look, the schedule wasn't that wasn't that difficult for them. They did have a, a, a schedule on the easy side, but there was no points where they hey we had a slip up, we weren't motivated, we were flat. No, they every game they were supposed to win they won and and a few games that they had to step out of their shoes a little bit they wound up winning and I knew they would beat the Vikings because that's just what the Giants do they come into games like that this is what we need to do to win and you have the Vikings who in the end even though they had a great year they had a lot of breaks go their way and you were waiting for the Vikings to turn back into the Vikings and ta-da they did and so that's why I mean you talk about great coaches in the NFL but it's it's Brian Dable and then you can be everybody else under that all about buy-in and a city rallying around him. And now the groundswell of support with so many people calling for the upset and not you because you're just resigned to, all right, it's going to make the Jets look worse. <laughs> Actually going through and saying, this is how they do it. This well, no, is how we do it. There, there's, right. reason, there's a reason why I can't pick it's the Friday Giants, which, will, which, you'll, which you'll remember. You'll go, oh, yeah, I, I, now I can't pick the Giants. But no, no, no. I, <laughs> I don't know. Do I just pick the Giants just hoping that, well, if they win, I'm right, and okay, because that'll take the sting out of winning. And oh, if they know, lose, or, you get to go, ha-ha, like you're yeah. Nelson Muntz. Yeah, it's not like You're a home like us. Do I go for broke and pick them to lose, going, okay, they're probably going to lose, and they lose, and I win twice, or do I pick them to win, knowing that, okay, if they win, I'm going to be upset, but I will have picked them. See, it's just that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. 
Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with Big Poppy. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I've had sex with him like 50, 60 times on camera. That's an old drop. Now, that's years ago. It's got more 50, 60. It's going to be more than that. On camera. Oh, on cats, right. On camera. Uh, now we have to update it would be on OnlyFans, right? That would be it. on Update OnlyFans. the technology and stuff. Calf time, yo. That's we right. Could- calf time coming to you. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Well, here before we get to I feel best about going in this weekend, I I have to say a big thank you to Justin Frostberg and Alex Teichert for last night because, Harmon, I was getting ready to drive going home. And all of a sudden, Frostberg yells at me. He yells, hey, McChicken Blanker, like he normally does. Right? Oh, good. Yeah, no, that's yells, not out of the ordinary, but yeah. He yells, hey, McChicken Blanker. And I go, and I go, <laughs> I go what? what's going on? He goes, oh, yeah, that's not what you said. You said what, what jerk? <laughs> what jerk and blank you and something like that? Yeah. No, no. I think I, I think I just said, I think I just said what jerk. And then you said, you want your wallet? And I go, oh. Yeah, what? who's a jerk now? Really yeah. would have been screwed if you'd gone to the uh, drive-through lane for your second Big Mac of the I know. Uh, at five hours. And he's holding up my wallet, and I go, "Oh my god!" And apparently, when I went to the vending machine to get a to get a drink, I just left it. Where, where did I leave it? Like near you guys in the in the studio? Alleged. Now they're silent. Now they now won't say. Now anything. they're quiet. So I left it there. And Tyson, one of them pickpocket you? No, and Tyson was the one cool. who found it, and he he was like, "Man, he could." He says, "I could have gone and bought a car. I could have went and bought other things." But no, they gave me back my wife. Dude, do you know nice. how much weed Coop would have bought with that thing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what's funny is I called the hotline for your credit card and said, "Sorry, your max uh, funds for McDonald's have been used today." So I was like, "I'll just give it back to him." Uh, well, that's he you already got, used all the coupons. Yes. Yeah, you got my special McDonald's wallet. Like I have different uh, wallets. Like, have McDonald's they given wallet. you a black card or gold card yet, or what? Yeah, no, 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 no. You know what? You know what? I was one of those people who went when for Christmas. I was excited. Like when when in the stocking, you got the McDonald's coupons. 
Remember oh, that yeah. we used to do that in sure. the, the the big coupon book. Oh, here's a free you'd big give those Mac. out. Yeah, you'd, yeah. you'd get those I used for to, Christmas or you'd give them out at Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I used to love getting those. Meanwhile, they're the cheapest things in the world. Oh, here's a coupon. It's like giving the value pack coupons that everybody gets in the mail like three times a week. Oh, hey, here, <laughs> Merry Christmas. I'm sticking this in your stocking. Yeah, but, but you know I what? The biggest kid, I was so excited about that. Yeah, but the biggest scam of it, half of them were for ice cream cones, and the machines never worked. Oh, but you'd already yeah. schlepped over to the McDonald's which in my neighborhood in Chicago wasn't anywhere close. So yeah. it was actually a hike if you went to cash one of those damn things in. In the snow meant, uphill both ways, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. But it meant, like, look, they're everywhere now. Not that they weren't, you know, proliferating and growing and expanding rapidly when we were kids, but it's, it's nowhere close to what it is now in terms of the number of locations. But mm. with my folks, it's, it's like when you go redeem the, you know, tacos, like say the Lakers beat Memphis tonight and hold them under 110, you'll ah! get tacos. <laughs> you don't have You just don't they get... hold John Morant under 110. But no, hey, look, the Lakers are so. on a run. They needed to get a timeout. Uh, <laughs> they did Memphis. But the, the idea just being that you don't go in there and just get the tacos. You're going to buy more stuff. Likewise, McDonald's, I mean, we really were only going there for the cones, and then all we did was whine and complain, so we ended up getting, you know, some burgers out of it. Yeah, because then you, you look really at the made coupon it easy book. on Santa Claus, man. It was either an Xbox or uh, some some coupons. <laughs> Here's a coupon. And then after you go a couple of times, you bring your coupon book, and you realize, I've used all the good ones. What's left? Coffee. Apple pie. That's all I have left. And I don't no, know the best things on the menu, though. <laughs> so sheet cake? I don't want either of those. Sheet uh, cake, yo. Uh, and only, only certain McDonald's have the sheet cake. Only certain ones do. We really need to do that before the a show those, sometime. Though. We need to figure that out. All right. We, we, have, you know, we, we have to have that a McDonald's sheet cake night. On the show, we have to. Well, find I mean, McDonald's we'll celebrate our anniversary a little late with a McDonald's sheet. Cake. Oh, I like. We don't make need sure to have there a are reason. beverages because sheet cake's not very good. We could we could yeah. just have sheet cake any night. I mean, we we so we're celebrating our nine year anniversary, but I mean, like you know, I, I, we could just have sheet cake just to have sheet cake. What no, about iron tried. sheet cake? Now, if we could, I'll get one made with the Iron Sheik on it for our anniversary. Hell yeah, Iron Sheik sheet cake, TJ. And right. I was gonna say I'll, I'll bring the glug too. Okay, so we'll have that too. The corners just with pointy boots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just cut myself. Why I had a pointy boot corner? Oh, I'm bleeding. Note to now. self: That is my birthday cake this year. The kids always have a theme on it this year. It's the Iron Sheik. Don't bleed on the sheet cake, okay? Other people want some. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is that is that icing or no? It's blood. It's a blood trail. <laughs> now, as we get into this week, it, it, it pained me. That was a very difficult conversation. My stomach turned a couple of times yeah. talking about Brian Dable and the unbelievable job he did but I'll tell you going into this weekend right and we're going to pick all the games over the course of the night tonight we give you all our big thoughts like are we going to see chalk all the way are we not the team that I feel the best about going into like if I said okay after we saw this first round of playoffs the dust is now settled who do I feel the best about going into this weekend and the answer is shocking because it's a team that hasn't played and I feel the best about the Chiefs than I do about anybody else mainly because how many teams can really win the Super Bowl, right? Jacksonville can't win the Super Bowl. The Giants can't win the Super Bowl. It's going to be very hard. But the Chiefs, look, you have Buffalo and Cincinnati who are chomping at the bit to go, you know, to, to get that matchup with them and, and knock them out and go and go play in the Super Bowl and want to play in a in a um, uh, in Atlanta in, in that neutral atmosphere, not have to worry about going into Arrowhead where it's a huge, unbelievable uh, advantage. But Cincinnati and Buffalo. They just looked okay last week, 
right? Now, I don't know if some of it is looking ahead and they thought Buffalo's coming in going, dude, Miami's trotting out Skylar Thompson. Are we really in that much trouble? And Cincinnati's saying, Tyler Huntley, they score about 12 points a game. Are, are, are we really in that much trouble? And to watch them struggle as much as they did because Buffalo's defense – really had a tough time with Skylar Thompson, who you watch a play against the Jets, and it was, he barely looked like an NFL quarterback, and they put a bunch of points on the board. And Josh Allen continues to turn the football over. And for the Bengals, how does their defense have that kind of trouble with the Ravens? I mean, that's not a great offense. They, they, they can't do anything, and suddenly it was, whoa, we're, we're, almost, we're, we're giving you a really tough go here. I just was not thrilled. And, and while, I'm, while I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm definitely giving part of it to, okay, were they looking ahead? But still, you got to be playing your best football right now. And I feel so much better about the Chiefs being home, waiting. All right, we got the Jaguars. They're hot, but we're a better team. Uh, I feel better about where they are right now, much better than I do about Cincinnati and Buffalo. In fact, if you said to me, who's the one team, if you had to say right now, I had to put money on one team to make it to the Super Bowl, I would tell you the Chiefs. That's the team I'm putting my money on right now. Oh, yeah. There's, I don't think there's any hesitation at all. Right, everybody else has has their warts, and for as much as folks want to say, well, the Bills can't run the ball well, the the Bengals were fourth worst in the NFL in rushing offense. So throw that one out the window. Uh, they're missing three offensive linemen, and the Ravens were the third best defense in terms of scoring defense coming in, you know, coming out of the regular season, and that included two dates against the Bengals. So I thought the defense would hang around. Didn't think it would be the Huntley hey, he should have gone low, let's throw this guy under the bus move. Uh, That ended up being the difference in the game. But what they did defensively wasn't – couldn't, you know, be – completely cast away you know and they only uh, scored 17 so not not really too far off of the uh the regular should have uh, finished that drive off but since his defense had played well down the stretch in the AFC, I mean, that, that's it. Jacksonville's intriguing. Sorry, Frostburg. I mean, that second <laughs> half was fun. I mean, they did everything they could to shoot themselves in the foot in the first half of that game. And then it's a, it was almost like someone actually had the halftime speech of, hey, play it like it's 0-0 at halftime. Even though, you know, they'd scored that late touchdown to get on the board. But play, play it even. And then they came out and just played pretty sound, solid football. And the Chargers' inability to run or stop the run came into play. Here, I mean, they're a feel-good story, but nine points or eight and a half to nine and a half, it's all over the board right now. Uh, you, you feel pretty secure that KC wins the, the game, although I think all of America is kind of hoping for a little bit of chaos to make Kansas City sweat. Yeah, look, that's going to be the tough thing is, all right, where are the upsets coming from? Like, where, what, you know, what dogs can win this week? And, and I look at this game, and here, here's your first game that, that, we'll, that we'll pick right here. I'd love to be able to pick Jacksonville, but Kansas City is just a different animal. And the Jaguars have looked good the last few weeks, but has it been against competition like this? They surprised the Cowboys. Trevor Lawrence has played extremely well. But the Chiefs are going to have the Jaguars defense on roller skates. That's going to be the thing that's going to surprise everybody. Will, Jag- will, will Jacksonville score? Yeah, they'll score a little bit, but this is going to be the Jaguars are going to go, what is happening to us right now? You have, you have Andy Reid with a week off to plan, okay, we have Jacksonville. Their defense is not 
not bad. And, you know, to, you know they, they were able to control the line of scrimmage a lot against the Chargers, and that was good. But this is different. And there's so many different weapons, and Mahomes can do so many different things. It's going to be 14 nothing before the Jaguars realize what's going on. And will the Chiefs frustrate Trevor Lawrence enough? Yes, they'll frustrate him enough because he still is going to give you the football, right? He showed you that. I mean, the one thing he showed you last week, I'll, I'll give you the foot. I may make a lot of plays and throw touchdowns, but I will give you the football. Now, next year, the Jaguars are going to be a bleeping heavyweight, right? They get Calvin Ridley back, and more people are going to want to go play there. Hey, I like the pace of Jacksonville. I can stay out of the limelight. We can win. I can get paid. We got a great quarterback. Everybody loves him. They got a great thing going on. Next year, they'll be a heavyweight, and they'll start a big run of winning that division for the next decade. But it's not going to happen here. The Chiefs are going to win. They're going to get out big. There will be a lot of points, but I'm looking at I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the Chiefs winning. Give me 38-24. They beat the Jaguars and go on to the AFC Championship. Look at that. You had them covering. Something they haven't been very good at doing over the course of the year. Of course, it's, it's a function of Vegas uh, trying to figure out how, how that's going to work. You had a lot of unders over the course of the year for a lot of teams, but, you know, very public squad with Patrick Mahomes. So we, we, I, I think they, they're able to keep it close, and they knock on the door uh, in the fourth quarter to, to keep it within the eight and a half or nine, wherever you're at on that line. Jacksonville, 12th best scoring defense in the regular season. Of course, that takes into account that they played the AFC South. So we take that with a grain of salt. You can only play who's on the schedule, but we also have to recognize how putrid the offenses were for much of the season in division. So uh, the opportunity for Mahomes and company, Andy Reid off the bye. We know all the stats. We know all the figures. And Mahomes you know, says, now we go to school, taking a, a page out of Ric Flair's book uh, as as we go, or something from Henry Winkler, his new best friend. Uh, I'll take them to win 34-27 your final. Mm. You want a bold prediction as well? You ready for this one? You're going to love this one. You ready for yeah. this? Two touchdowns yep. for Kadarius Tony. Oh, I like it. I one like it. Rushing, I had him written down. One rushing and one receiving for Kadarius Tony. Look at you. Ooh, Good for you. Turn it into a weapon there in Nicely Kansas done. City. Yeah, Look one of the that. things with Jacksonville, as well as uh, they've they've gotten some uh, big games yardage-wise from ETN, and he's had some big contribution. Only one touchdown in his last nine games. Yeah. But he's starting to get a little bit of consistency, picking things up. He started out good, then he got hurt again, and it was dip. But he he's he's ready no, he's to go. A good, he's a fantastic playoff player. debut. Watch out, man. I, Watch out. He's in I did right like place. that you got Calvin Ridley in there, though, buddy, because, one, most folks don't remember that he's now a member of the organization. You know, once the indefinite suspension gets lifted. Yeah. You want to be able to trade for him in fantasy in the offseason if you can because people forget. Oh, yeah, Ridley, the uh, Falcons offense stinks. Yeah, sure. What do you want for him? And then, oh, what crap. He's on the Jaguars. Duh! I should have known that. He's <laughs> hanging with sunshine. Let's go. <laughs> oh, very nice, Refer. Very nice, buddy. Oh, yeah. Very nice. That's a team that won a championship with four offensive plays. Well, I uh, saw right Bertier now. was getting uh, roughed up in an episode of SVU earlier. That's why I jogged the memory. Well, and they also had Bertier and, and, uh, and Avon Barksdale on the defensive line there. It was pretty, right. it was pretty menacing. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the Deflategate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call him Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big copy. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. 
Tonight's show brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Well, tonight, for reasons passing understanding, somehow the Warriors were able to beat the Cavaliers despite the fact they played three people. They rested everybody. Second yep. game in as many nights. No Steph, no Clay, no Draymond, no Rick Barry, no Chris Mullen, no Mitch Richmond. No, no Baron no. Davis. No, he wasn't there either. And they still on the road. And on the road, they go and they beat the Cavaliers 120 to 114. Jordan Poole's got 32. Kaminga gets to play. He scores 10. It was an, an unbelievable night for the Warriors. Did LeBron they, not play? Uh, LeBron did not play either. Kevin Love didn't play. Um, Anderson Varejao didn't play. Uh, they did a lot of guys sitting as well. Um, but here's the thing. After the game was over, Steve Kerr was asked about this because, look, here's a game that was on, you know, on TV and, you know, people spent money to come to this game. Hey, I'm going to go to the Cavs. We're going to get to see Steph, going to get to see Clay, going to see Draymond. And they didn't. They didn't get to see him. And sometimes you get coaches who try to dodge that question by saying, well, you know, we have to look for what's best for the team. Well, we have to. No, but Steve Kerr not only acknowledged it, he leaned into it and talked about how bad he felt for people who bought tickets watching the game not seeing those star players. A difficult decision to, you know, I guess, rest those guys considering uh, the loss last night in your record. We never factor in the record when we determine whether a guy's going to play or not. Uh, that would be unfair to the player. It would be unfair to us if we just said, hey, we lost, we better play that guy, even though he's hurt. Can't operate that way. So I know it's a big topic around the league. Um, we have so much more data, so much more awareness of players' uh, vulnerability. Um, it's, it's proven that you know, if guys banged up, Back-to-backs, players are much more um, likely to get injured and uh, miss more games. And so that's why you're seeing league-wide, everybody is is being cautious when a guy's banged up and you're you're just playing the long game. And, uh, you know, we turn around and go home and play 5 o'clock on on Sunday without even a day of practice. Um, That's a a hell of a thing, especially considering – you know what these guys have been through, so um, we're gonna we're gonna play it safe all year long, as long as guys are, you know, banged up and and you know vulnerable to injury. Steve, I accede to everybody's wishes and just say, all right, we'll just play everybody, and then the guys knocked out for the playoffs. Well, you know what the story is. Huh? Well, why the hell weren't you smarter during the regular season? So, this is just you know this all part of it, and we have to navigate it. Um, I feel terrible for for fans who buy tickets who are expecting to see someone play. Um, and they don't get to see that person play. It's it's a brutal part of the business. Um, that's why so I'm going to continue to advocate for 72-game seasons. Um, there you and- go right there. There it is right there. Look, he did what he had to do for the team. Look, we, we, we lost last night. The guys needed a break. Winning – and, and finishing high in the conference is not the prize it used to be, and teams are you're seeing teams do that now. Having that great regular season record is not is not is not worth what it used to be. But he gave you the money the money quote right there. I feel bad for everybody who bought tickets and people who watch and expecting to see stars because there's nothing more depressing than spending a lot of money to go to a game and not seeing a star player. And he talked about I'm going to advocate for 72 games. 
And I'll tell you, the NBA would be a much better product at 72 games. You wouldn't have to worry about players resting as much. There would be no back-to-backs. You could still play it over the same amount of time. You can give players more days off, and you wouldn't have as many injuries. You wouldn't run into nights like this. Uh, it would be it would be a better product. And I really thought they could make that move after the pandemic, Mike, because, all right, we lost a lot of money, but obviously not so much money because, look, all the owners still own the team. Nobody had to run and sell. I don't, I don't have anything left. I got, I got to sell this team. I got to make money. So, yeah, when you're going from not making any money to, all right, 72 games instead of 82 games, it's a better product. The star players are playing more. It, it would be a better thing. And I hope that Steve Kerr gets enough uh, behind him to do this. I know the players want to play less games. I want to be able to do that. There would have to be a give back in the next CBA. But, boy, the NBA is the league. The NBA is the league that you can say what league would benefit by playing less games, and that's a league that would do it 100%. Well, I, I question how much players are going to say, wait, you want us to give back, what, uh, 16% of our money, 15% of our money? Nah, I don't know about that. Like, I, I think it, that, that's where the, the rubber meets the road, right? It's like all of those conversations we have about CBAs with the NFL. Well, it makes sense for this. We advocate for this. Like, well, you're gonna ready to uh, give up a little bit of money now so you're taken care of in the future? Well, hell no. And that's the NBA the same way, right? Giving up gate. And it's all fuzzy math when it comes to owners and how much profit they may or may not make in a given year. Let's, let's just talk about that, right? When you start doing your revenue splits from television deals, etc. And home court advantage? No, you need to be healthy. That, that's the only thing that matters. And, and Kerr in his comments acknowledges that. You know what your make good is? Start punting a bunch of autographed basketballs into the crowd here. <laughs> Just make sure nobody gets hit in the face because then you got a lawsuit on top of the, the angry child who didn't get to see Steph. Remember, you're cheering for laundry. In the face. You bought a ticket to see the Warriors. Twitter it out about a fresco. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we're going to ask an NFL question. You're going to say, oh, my goodness, really? That's next, Fox. Jets, yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search... 
to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.